me back up for one second. Are we double fisting the booty hole or the vagina? Vagina. Okay. And so I'm double fisting and he's like, let's make her orgasm. And I'm like, okay. Hey guys. Hey guys, and welcome back to Herspective. How's it going? <laughs> it's going. The huge. Yeah, always. All right. Well, before we start off our an, another amazing episode with our another amazing guest, um, first we wanted to thank our partner in Tamo Pleasurables for supporting Herspective. Start your 2020 sex life off right with Intamo Pleasurables, amazing plant-based lubricants and massage oils. They're infused with organic hemp seed and sesame oils, and these ingredients work together to warm you up and offer a silky smooth ride. It also helps reduce any pain or friction. Right now, you can get 20% off your order at intamopleasurables.com using coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout. Wow, you killed it. Thanks. You didn't stumble. <laughs> we didn't even have to edit it. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a goodie. Yeah, maybe you should do them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll take us right into related to Intamo. We are going to be having a contest for our listeners and followers to potentially win the massage oil and the lubricant. So we are going to post about that very, very soon. So wait for those details. It'll be on our Instagram. Once that's up, you'll know what to do. And maybe you'll be the lucky winner. Yeah. And you guys know we've raved about it uh, when we first tried it. And we've been trying it. So still raving. Still raving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Still trying it. (laughs) And they have a bunch of new products launching and hitting their website very soon. So yes, we just got our order in. uh, So we're very excited to try Try, test, and rave. Give, further rave and give you guys an update and encourage you to try them too. Yeah. And we should do another contest when those come too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we have a, we have a good show today. We have a wild show today. Um, wild is right. I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. But uh, before we get started, I do have some more ramblings. Yeah. <laughs> We love our intros so we can ramble. <laughs> it's just like how we like recap our weeks together. We just need yeah. to like yeah, we need vet to it sum. out and <laughs> So tell me, any office stories, any funny things that I need to know about? Always office stories. That's always that's my life now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I uh <laughs> I can't help but notice and because I've been sort of out of the office life for a while. Getting back yeah. into it, you were like, oh, yeah, like the poop thing, yeah. as we discussed. Yeah. Um, so the meeting. <laughs> the dreaded meeting is more like it. The meetings. <laughs> yeah, the dreaded meetings. I don't know what it is, but the minute I sit down in a meeting room, I'm basically asleep. Yeah. I have fallen asleep. It's not just asleep. It's like my brain no longer remembers how to interpret conversation or retain a damn thing. It's like I black out the entire meeting and I'm not there. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's pretty bad. I like am in my head the whole time because I'm like, why am I fucking falling asleep? I've been yeah, sitting like, down focus. for eight seconds. <laughs> 
No, it's true. It's it, you have to have like a pep talk, and everyone. You, I look around, and everyone else is seemingly participating and very, aware. Very vital and awake. Yeah. Not I. Not, not you. I. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're like masters at keeping their eyes wide open and sleeping and, <laughs> and sleep talking and conducting sleep a meeting yeah like flawlessly <laughs> yeah. we need to know your tricks if y'all are one of those types yeah. tell us please we need help co-workers give me the yeah. secret are you all just on cocaine <laughs> or adderall yeah i think it is that or all because <laughs> honestly the one minute prior to the meeting when i was sitting at my desk totally fine typing away yeah. engaged <laughs> productive aware awake conscious yeah. minute two in the meeting room asleep yeah dead eyeballs like rolling into the back of my head yeah. it's the ugliest face it has to be like, like mouth open like oh. the facial muscles yeah. are just all relaxing she's stroking she's yeah. stroking i i often wonder if i look like i'm stroking yeah. out like that's and then like hilarious. you have to make sure that no one actually sees the face that you're making like one eye starts like twitching and blinking the other eye is like trying so hard to stay open and then you try not to do the head nod oh yeah oh yeah and i'm like oh my god you have to get that down if you're going to be participating in meetings if you're yeah gonna be participating in life like what if they call on me i'll be like to speak I've been called on in meetings where and it's it's not so much that i'm falling asleep for me it's more my add i can't I can't. I can't do meetings. So then I'm, I haven't thought of one thing productive or even listened to a word because I just, it doesn't work. I don't know. I have a mental disability or something. It's not flying. And uh, then when I have to speak and I'm like spewing crap because I have no idea what we're talking about, it's so embarrassing. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to get caught one of these days. And they're like, Lauren, you're asleep. <laughs> Lauren would call on you, but you're currently sleeping. <laughs> if you could stop snoring for a minute and like get off the floor now that you're like in the fetal position. Now that you've fallen on it. <laughs> yeah. This is unacceptable office behavior. You're going to have to leave. <laughs> That's actually really fucking funny. Imagine if somebody just dropped like in the meeting. Imagine I just like my body goes limp and I slide, slide under the table. Straight under. <laughs> Yeah. You're sitting across from me and I just... I'm no, gone. I feel you, like, hitting my feet. I'm like, what's happening, Lauren? Straight underneath the table. <laughs> that would actually be really worth it and really funny. You know what? It would be better if that happened than the fight with my own face. Yeah. The internal is, struggle. Is what actually happens. <laughs> it must be stressful having that constant conflict. Yeah. But it's head. funny... Because, like, obviously I know it happens to me, but I have seen other people, like, do the oh, twitchy yeah. eye and head nod. And I, like, place bets in my own brain. Like, okay, they got 30 seconds left. They're out in 30 seconds. Those like, eyes are full closing. Snore. Head is bobbing. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. when they catch themselves and they're, like, that it's that scared face, like, looking around, like, did I even see that I just fell asleep? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> that actually is really funny. Oh, office life there it's like everyone experiences these things it's so relatable yet it's also still funny and fucked i feel bad though because i feel like they if any like my boss catches me she's gonna be like what the hell's wrong with this girl like she's the worst employee ever but i really am a good employee and i like like my job and know it but i just like cannot stay awake in meetings like i can't do it i feel bad too i should tell like all my my boss my future employers like anyone that needs to know like 
by the way, like I'm, I'll kill it at my job. I just don't do meetings. I I'm, can't. I'm going to have to make up some kind of disorder. Like say yeah. I have narcolepsy <laughs> or is that the one where you fall asleep? Yeah, it is. It totally is. Are it's you sure? a serious thing. Yeah. Or is that the one that when you fuck dead people? No, that's necrophilia. Okay. Thank God. Learn that first. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I wish I could come to the meeting, but I'm like a super big necrophiliac. And like, I just can't <laughs> like, oh. And nobody would be like, oh, I'm th- I think you're confusing it with narcolepsy. And they'd be like, oh, God, she's a sicko. <laughs> okay. And I don't know how this affects the meeting, but it surely affects your employment. Like, please leave. <laughs> you're no longer employed. As per the meeting, no worries. You're not invited anymore. <laughs> don't ever come back to the office again. I'd be like, that's fair. I didn't want to be here anyways. I have a n- narcolepsy. I mean, necrophilia. <laughs> that's disgusting. Um, but yeah, it's the the struggle is legit real. Then there's the meetings when like you have no idea what they're talking about and it you have to often. fake it. Yeah. Like I like I said, I know my job, I'm good at my job, but like when the analytics team gets in there and they're just rolling along Spewing with analytics data, <laughs> I'm just like and their charts yeah. and all the things and numbers everywhere i'm just like i can't this is now i'm really asleep i'm all asleep and i'm completely confused i add no value to this no excuse yourself before you slide on the floor yeah exactly like it's but then when they ask me questions i have to like act like i know what's going on and I don't know. I just no. don't know. No, it's too difficult to to be aware of all these things. Life is too hard. It's not. Well, fair. I'm not an analytics person, so I shouldn't be expected to know things. No, that's no that no, and you shouldn't even have to listen. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that was it for me for, for office summary. <laughs> I think the only update I had for you guys, as promised, oh yeah, was my. <laughs> We do have to discuss Jess's (laughs) unfortunate DM slide situation. Okay. Y'all can be my, like, record keepers here. You have to be the enforcer. Yeah. Stop going into people's DMs, Jess. You don't know what you're doing, and you suck at it. Okay. In fairness, you did one time. You had to have a second go. Okay, because the first go, I blame others. Yeah, that was you were misinformed and misled. And also... I'm still embarrassed. Anyways, so I had to redeem that and like get that taste out of my mouth. So I did it again. You guys know with my podcast crush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so he gave me that really platonic answer. And then I tried again today, like keeping it chill. And what's worse than a platonic answer? No answer. No single answer. <laughs> but you're you're not left on red. Like- I, no, he is, apparently has not read it. He saw your name and was like, damn it. He's like, I'm not no. even opening that one. How do you just do delete. a quick delete? Yeah. Can yeah. you do that on yes. DMs? Oh, fuck. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Maybe he's just biding his time thinking of a great response. Yeah. He's really thinking it over because he's like, I can't fuck this up with this girl. Yeah. She's clearly sure. the one. I think for now, I would suggest not sliding into his DMs anymore. I think I'm good. I think I feel... The no response, the no reading is so rejection enough. I'd rather go back to that other experience with that other guy <laughs> when I'm aware of what's going on. <laughs> oh, this is crashing and burning in front of my eyes. Yes, I understand that. <laughs> Sliding in DMs is overrated. Maybe it's not yeah, for I'm everyone. I'm done. Like, I don't even know how these, like, famous people or, like, these 
girls slide into these famous people's DMs. Like, I don't even know how it happens. Operative word. They're famous. I guess. Well, no, not just them. Like people. Anyways, <laughs> DMs are not for me. <laughs> Normal men out there. Just declare your crushes verbally, please. <laughs> Anyways. Send me a carrier pigeon with a yeah. note. <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fuck it. On that note. <laughs> uh, I think we should get into the episode. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that was aggressive. So, um, update. <laughs> reversing everything I just said. We just got a message from my DM lover. We? You? <laughs> Wait, he responded? He responded. After all that? Perfect fucking timing, of course. <laughs> this is what's wrong with this generation. We need instant gratification. If someone doesn't respond to your DM within eight seconds. Yeah, jump off the fucking You're cliff. like, I'm done with DMs. Done. I'm deleting social media forever. I'm changing so my dramatic. Name. Okay, well, let's just say his response was not uh, marriage worthy or anything like that. He's still playing the hard to get card, but don't worry. I'm back at it. Yeah, but he <laughs> responded. I know. And that's the important thing. It wasn't like a, the most riveting of a response, but he um, he's warming up to me. Okay. Well, that was an interesting turn of events. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still in shock. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So episode. Yeah. Episode? Okay. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a very fun, very interesting guest. I think she is going to definitely <laughs> open laughing. people's eyes to something they probably think they know about, but they definitely don't. And well, they I should definitely, say definitely, but I think the majority, myself included, yeah. had a total misconception. So yeah, let's get into the episode. Uh, we have a really fun different, wild, exciting guest on today. She is what is called an aqua flirt. Yes. At the Oasis Aqua Lounge, which is Toronto's hottest sex club. Yes. And we're really excited about this episode because I think she is going to change a lot of people's minds and perceptions about what a sex club is and what really happens, especially oasis specifically yeah well that's where she works but i'm sure it has a a running calming theme with the rest of the the sex clubs but either way it doesn't matter we're just excited to be talking about sex clubs yeah <laughs> she she is a wealth of sex club knowledge and she is so passionate and she is so high energy like whoever listens is gonna just feel it and want to head over there just as much as me yeah just <laughs> i think at this point you should like you you have two areas you can either do finance or sex club like <laughs> oh my god but yeah after after this episode jess might also be an aqua flirt yeah. and either a regular or fully employed at oasis it, to be determined i'm okay with both either yeah yeah you'll you'll see me there either way (laughs) yeah so we're we're yet to check it out but after having a chat with ace we are going to pick some nights to see what they have to offer (laughs) guys you have it on record that lauren's coming with me yeah not to all of the nights (laughs) and you'll see why anyways 
without further ado. Yeah, I think you should strap in and I think we should just say maybe listen to this episode not in your office. Not suitable for work. I love how you say strap in when really you're probably thinking strap on. Yeah. <laughs> strap in or strap on, whatever is your flavor, guys. All right, guys. Without further ado, Ace Allure. Hi. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here with us today. We Thanks. are so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited too. <laughs> this is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. I'm super passionate about knowing the goings-ons in uh, one of Toronto's well, yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell us? Okay, so what exactly is an aqua flirt? Okay, so an aqua flirt is um, basically like a socializer or event hostess at Oasis, the sex club. Amazing. In yeah, Toronto. So much fun. Yeah. Okay, so what do you do? Um, I basically walk around and I talk to people. I make sure that people are feeling comfortable at the sex club. And um, yeah, we like make announcements. We have like entertainment going on throughout the night. Um, yeah. <laughs> are you like an event planner, hostess? So I used to coordinate the events at Oasis, but now I just mostly go in and host the events. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so let's back right up. I've never been. Obviously, everyone knows I want to go really badly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never been. Yeah. Lauren. Either. <laughs> oh my fucking God, are you serious? <laughs> um, yeah. Two rookies. <laughs> yeah, it's two rookies. So that's why we need you. So can you, like, starting from the second you walk in, like, can you, like, tell us the vibe? What's it like? What is really happening? Yes. Okay, so there's three floors. Um, you walk in and there's a bar and a dance floor and a pole, and then you can go outside and there's a heated pool all year round. Nice. It's so great. I love it in the winter when the snow is falling. And oh, it's a heated out. outdoor pool. Yeah. It's heated outdoor pool. So it's just a giant hot tub. Yes. Yeah. It's That's so fucking good. awesome. Amazing. Then there's a hot tub, a sauna, a shower, and then there's bathrooms and then you can walk upstairs and there's a room called the ballroom and it has a stage and we have performances like all the time and then we have the dungeon it's my favorite room and that's where like the dominatrix works i mean there's not really dominatrix there you can just play in the dungeon if you want to. Oh. we have a glory hole we have two crosses that you can like get tied up on yeah sometimes I a glory hole like the movies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. actually hilarious i didn't yeah. even know those are real except for like trucker bathroom stops in the states no it could be hot <laughs> like, does it get yeah. a lot of use it does sometimes. Lineups yeah. at the glory hole. I once planned an event and I had a priest and um, a nun like sex scene confession going on for like a spectator sex, That's which hot. I'll explain what a spectator sex is. Yeah, right? you have a lot of... I know, there's so much to explain. Terms and... Uh, we know, need the even, lingo. Yeah, so we don't even know the something lingo. Something that we do at Oasis is we have spectator sex performers. So we have people that who want to like just, I don't know, exhibitionists. And they put on like a sex performance. Do they like we have that often, like um, a couple times a week? Are they like like planned, or do they just come in and say, "I'm no, one of these planned. people. I want to do." So you can like email in advance and be like, "I want to be um, amazing I have sex in front of all these people." And so anyone. sometimes there's a theme, and yeah. So are they the people that want to? do the sex performance are they like a couple usually or could it usually be like it's a, a couple like say it's a heterosexual so is it like a female will email individually and a ma male might email individually and no, like oh we have like two people pair. pair them oh, up okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're not matchmaking like all kinds yeah we have like sometimes you do threesomes and then so like 
because we have different events with different themes and sometimes we have like a threesome night and so we'll have a threesome but all these people usually know each other prior to the event yes so yeah you Um, like go as a group or like the ultimate like fantasy expression yeah and sometimes it's like so good like i took a break once i haven't been to oasis for a month and i came back and i watched a spectator and i was like ah screaming so hot sometimes i scream is it ever not (laughs) i sometimes scream um most of the time it's really good like most of the time it's like "Ah." i mean yeah if you're gonna get up there and want to perform in front of others like chances are you can back it up you got some yeah if you're comfortable (laughs) it's never bad it's just sometimes it's so hot that it's like what am i watching like how is this so hot right now yeah like Like, i've seen crazy (laughs) yes yes and i'm like screaming (laughs) I usually scream. Just like that. Yeah, I scream <laughs> during people's spectators and they love it. Yeah. So, Do you think it's hotter because they're like civilians? They're just regular people that just walk among us, mm, work maybe, in our offices. But it's their passion for sure. Like you can really see the passion and chemistry between um, couples. And that's what I like about it. Wow. That's yeah. actually so cool. I wonder if it's like anyone you know, like the person at the doctor's office or something like that. For sure. We have like doctors, lawyers, professors come all the time. Now and when I'm on the subway, I'm going to think of yeah, that. Yeah. Like so many what people do look like? go. I like, want to know like, yeah. How, what's the percentage of subway riders that I see on my commute that are Oasis goers? I know, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, even me, I look so innocent. And then I'm like, ah! Honestly, guys, you can't see her right now. She <laughs> looks so innocent. She has pigtails. in pigtails. And I have, like, my backpack that yeah. says Oasis, and I actually wore it to university, like, all the time. You're hilarious. And the profs would be like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, nothing. You're like, you know. I've seen you. You know. Yeah. You know what it is. People know what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, let's back up a little bit to that. So you kind of got into this how, like, because we'll get into it more later on, but that's sort of your alter ego, like the baby doll, girl next door. Okay, so... Sweet face, innocent. Okay, so it's like so much to talk about. Um, <laughs> unpack it for us. <laughs> do you want me to continue the tour? Or do you want me to just jump into Oh, how? yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, I don't. we don't necessarily need a tour, but I just want to know, like, the vibe. Like, when I walk in there, am I expected to get naked right this second? Or, like, how does it work? Do I come wearing lingerie? So that's the misconception and yes. stigma that I yes. think pretty much everyone has is that when you enter the doors of a sex club there's just orgies naked people on the floor you can't even walk because everyone's having sex all over and that's all that happens and there's like hotties and i can like not have my choice okay well i I like the non-hotties usually anyways but like (laughs) men waiting and i can be like you and you or you you know is it like that okay so i'll just start by talking (laughs) about my first time there to like break down what's going on so um, I heard, first heard about Oasis when I was 19 and I was like, oh my God, I'm 19. Like, should I go to a sex club? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> and I? then I was talking to my friend's dad about it. Cause I'm like, who do I talk to about this? Totally normal. And he's yeah. like, don't go there. It's not for you. And I'm like, this Says is a weird dads. flex, but Did okay. he know? Has he, was yeah, he, he's, uh, he's like a participant or a I don't know patron? he said he went like years ago and he was like don't go there and I'm like he's okay, probably just advising flex. any but young he, yeah. friend daughter's yeah, friend I know, <laughs> I know so I was like okay I'm not gonna go and then I was in university and someone we it was a sexuality class and someone did a presentation on it 
And I was like, I need to go. And they're like, hey, they actually broke down all the stigma about the sex club for their presentation. And I was like, holy shit, this sounds amazing. I want to go. And then so in August, they had a schoolgirl competition and I kept creeping the website. Um, but I was like kind of scared to go because I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's it going to be like? like it's so taboo, right? It was in my head, and I, I realized when I got there that everything I just made up in my brain. Like you had a prejudgment. Of course. And so I had a boyfriend at the time who was, like, not down. Like, he was, like, a shy, like, nerdy guy, and he's like, we're not going. And I'm like, please, can we just try this out together? Like, I really want to go. And he's like, okay, fine, we can go to the schoolgirl competition. So we go. I'm looking hot as fuck. Like, I'm feeling so good about this. Um, we get there, and I'm like, we're like holding hands and we're like so nervous and we're like okay let's go and the first thing we noticed was the reception like girl and she was so cute and like so friendly and her energy was so welcoming and amazing that as soon as i talked to her i calmed down and i was like ready so oh, that's like, really good yeah. for the front door girl to yeah. be like that well that's, yeah, yeah. that's super important yeah point of contact right that, that kind of gives you the she literally feel inspired place. me yeah. to apply so i saw wow. her and i was like wow Shout out to her. did she look like normal or is she dressed really sexy or like so was she like the door office people, reception and the door people dress like normal <laughs> like they're not in lingerie she's she's like the fantasy of the option uh, office no no she was wearing like a summer dress and it wasn't even like a slutty <laughs> one yeah no she was like cute and then so what they do is they explain the rules to you and then they like make sure you understand the rules and then you can go in okay so what are the rules oh my gosh (laughs) well like the main one obviously is consent right yes yeah so they're huge on consent we have a one ask policy so if you approach someone to play and you say hey can i play with you and they say no if you ask again you can get banned for life and then you'll you'll never be allowed to lose again we take consent so seriously and where does the like hard to get play come into that obviously there's none of that like you know it's like no no it's so clear like if it's not a yes it's a no and it's like it's not everyone's there to reinforce that and even like the regulars like they're the best people i've ever met in my life if they see someone being like maybe like feeling uncomfortable the regulars will literally step in and be like she said no like it's such a family feel there i love that there's regulars yeah yeah. Well, obviously. Well, there's the staff and the me. regulars, which literally, like, everyone's watching. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, Honestly. They take consent really seriously. Yeah, that's, I mean, oh, this is all fun and games and amazing, but, like, the first things first, it has to be like that, or else of nobody course. would feel comfortable to express and yeah. let loose. So, we open the curtain, <laughs> and we go in, and it's so chill. Most of the people are in towels, so, like, there is nudity, and it's clothing optional, which is awesome, but... Like you don't have to be, and my um my uh, my boyfriend at the time wore a winter jacket, and he like didn't take it off, which was cool. Like people like were, over his naked body or over no, his clothes too. He just like didn't take off anything. <laughs> he was just dressed. Yeah, he was dressed, and I was dressed as a schoolgirl, but not even a sexy one. Like I was wearing like a kilt that I could definitely wear to school. Like it was like appropriate, and yeah. then so like we were fully dressed, I guess, in comparison, but. It was so nice. Like, people were like, do you want a tour? Like, is it your first time here? So um, there's no pressure at all. At all. Clearly, he's like, wearing his winter jacket. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was so great. And it felt so friendly. Like, people kept coming up to us. And it's even like that still. Like, if you're new, people will be like, 
you new here? Like, what's going on? It's like so cute. But are they genuinely interested in talking to you because yes. you're new and not just trying to get you either naked or to engage? No, in absolutely. People are play. genuinely interested, and it's such a like like-minded community of people that people mostly go to socialize. Like mm-hmm. I know, but I do. naked or and what do you mean in a towel? And is anyone in lingerie? Um, yes. It's so it's like everything. So you some can do people, whatever you want. Like, yeah, you can wear whatever you want. From um, naked to winter coats. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. You can, like, layer up as much as you want. And, like, costumes are every day of the year. Like, I dress up yeah. in, like, a Halloween costume on almost all my shifts. Like, all year. Nice. Yeah, That's actually so really great. cool. Okay. So non-judgmental. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, it's funny because that's, to me, is, like, already, like, stigma and misconception also crossed off the list because yeah you don't have to be naked i feel like there you would feel immense pressure going in there like i have to like get in there and start having sex with someone immediately or (laughs) i have to be naked and like let people like touch me or look at me or watch me like i think my i mean i know the truth because we've spoken but i think Probably a lot of people, your imagination, your mind goes to like what you've seen on TV, where I feel like consent is actually like the opposite of what I would think goes on there. Like if someone comes and grabs you, like that's what you do. You go with them and you either engage in any kind of sexual act or they kind of had the freedom to do what they want with you. And like not I wouldn't go as far as to say like it's like a rape mentality but like i feel like it's that's what you're there for you're there to have sex whether you really want to or not but if you're going i would assume you'd want to but it just it i would never think it was like how you've described it so far i think what you mean is walking in the door is the first is the consent and then whatever goes goes is that what you mean oh my gosh sex clubs would not exist if that was the truth yeah, I feel 100% safer at Oasis than any other club in Toronto or any other club for that much. Because you're protected sure. by like the staff and the rules yeah, and the policies. Yeah, but not just me because I work there. All the guests are protected. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you know when you go to, well, every girl in the world who's been to a club knows what yes. it's like to be groped and dragged yeah, and yes, pulled. Yes, yes. And so it's the worst. They don't take yeah. no for an answer a lot I of mean, time. No, <laughs> these people like will grab your vagina, your bum, your boobs, your, boobs, your arms. Yeah, we don't have any of that. I haven't been grabbed in years, and it feels amazing. I mean, we have to, like, not every person does that at a club, (laughs) but you've definitely experienced it. There are people that feel that they have the right or are entitled to grab any woman that walks by that they have an interest in without asking consent or even just being respectful. Like, some guys, if you just said, hey, do you want to dance? I'd probably be like, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or they'll, yeah. Or, I mean, it's just the weight of it. It, guys just come up to girls and usually they dance like obviously not everyone's grabbing badge but like usually they grab your hips to dance and grind on you yeah. and that's just like the process and I guess that's what I mean like how you said walking in the door is consent yeah. it's a kind of the same idea walking into a club you're in the club now music's playing yes. people want to yeah. dance with you you're dancing yeah like whether you well, you're wanted to or not for, so you're for here you're yeah. fair game yeah and that's crazy and actually that makes me like i i wanted to go to oasis anyways but i love the idea of like adjusting to it at your own pace so like the of second you course. walk in you get comfortable then you 
go crazy. So we get there and we're like having a great time. Everyone's talking to us and we're like, oh my gosh, why didn't we go sooner? And they had a presentation that night because Oasis has presentations often about various sex subjects. And it was a guy doing a presentation in the dungeon and there was a dog cage. And in the middle of this presentation, I'm like, I'm gonna just creep into this dog cage. And I was like in a cage. You got comfy got real locked. quick. Yeah, you were like, meant to be. I like somehow like lock the cage and now I'm like in this cage during this presentation and I'm like, Oh, and your boyfriend's just like, what? I know. Fuck? I know. He like went to the bathroom. He comes back. I'm like locked in a dog in cage. In the cage. No, He's like, you've so been great. here before or you're meant to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a sex swing. I was like swinging on the sex swing. I'm like having the time of my life here. So it was your calling. Um, We didn't have sex. And I don't remember even seeing much sex happen the night I went. So a huge misconception is that there's sex everywhere all the time. We have a few hardcore events that are more... Like, if that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. Those but, are on, like, certain nights? or Yeah, Tuesdays are more hardcore. But it's all, like, the club's very woman-centric. And it's, like, run by women. Like, the events are, like, to cater to women, which is great. Like, yeah. we have a night called Gang Bang Night. And it sounds like, that sounds, what the It fuck? is Gang Bang Night. But, sounds like what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Working at Oasis has definitely, like... Like, I was already non-judgmental before working there. But just working there made me appreciate different kinks so much more. Like, when I first heard Gangbang Night, I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, what what could this be? Your imagination <laughs> immediately goes to a chick being gangbanged. I know, but that's Violently. <laughs> so, exactly. And that's... Well, okay, because you know what? There is something there to say when, like, okay... Obviously, when somebody's being raped and it's horrible, they call it gangbang. But then, obviously, well, raped there's by multiple people. Yeah, yeah. But they call it a gangbang. But then, you know, when you're watching porn or when you're engaging this, it's also called a gangbang. Whereas exactly. one is consensual Negative and one is rape. That you have yeah. with the yeah. word. But so we don't call it gangbang night. I call it that. It's called oh. DTF, down to fuck. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> makes more sense. Why would we call it gangbang when everyone like when you think of gangbang, you think of a woman being raped by a, like a That's battery. That's probably why we don't call it that. Exactly. Now that yeah. I think about it, yeah. I just personally. And so never mind. So but you, you're no, on a different level yeah, because yeah. you're so involved and so aware that you understand that it is absolutely not like that. Yeah, oh, not yeah. gangbang yeah. has a different yeah. so, meaning to you now. Yeah, exactly. So which is really actually cool. Yeah, yeah, so when I first... And that's, that's the other thing, changing the language. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So when I yeah. first heard it, I was like, holy shit, oh my god, what am I going to watch? They like, gave me like a separate training. Were you for this scared night. a little? I was like scared it was going to be overwhelming. But it's so cool. It's probably so and, hot. And like, I've had threesomes, and I can just imagine like adding a, th- or a third guy, like how great that would be. Like if a threesome's so great with the multiple hands and the multiple mouths, like I can't even imagine like two more guys that I'd like to choose in there. Like it's just. So is that what it is? It's always a female with multiple men or is it could be mostly, a man yeah. with multiple females or. No, it's a mostly a mixture. So holes. it's mostly a woman um, choosing her partners. Sometimes it's like it really varies on the night, but I like to call myself the. Um, DTF fairy godmother like gangbang fairy godmother and so we have a wristband system so you can like say in advance or you can just when you're there you can just be like I'm gonna have a gangbang now you don't have to plan it but if you want to plan it for your birthday for example <laughs> which we do you go yeah, to one just, of yeah. you go to one of and um, you get wristbands and throughout the night so let's say you get there at 8 you want your gangbang at midnight 
You're going to be really spontaneous, the theatrical. 12, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just throughout the night get to know guys and just be like, hey, I'm having a gangbang. If you'd like to participate, I'd like to give you a wristband and you can just show up with the wristband. Oh so my you'll God. only let the guys with the wristbands in. It's so consensual. I've never seen a gangbang without having like a spotter there too. So someone will be like, did you let this person into your gangbang? And the person will be like, yes, I did. So there's like it's checks so, on checks on and checks. And we have security. Good. We have people behind the line. So you have your space. So you don't feel overwhelmed with like the amount of men there. And can you, if the woman's like, okay, I'm done. Like it ends Absolutely. immediately. Does that ever happen? Um, No. Yeah. Because people <laughs> Why would you really, want to stop that? <laughs> like we recommend people really, well, you obviously can't like predict your limits fully, but when people participate in this kind of thing, they know their limits. Usually. Well, it doesn't. And that's probably involved there. Yeah. And so, you are just, you a spotter? Um, I haven't been a spotter because usually people use like a friend or a mm, partner. Okay. But I check on all the gangbangs throughout the night, and I'll be like, "Need some water, sweetie? Some snacks?" Just get usually, right in there. Yeah, I do. I do, and I have no shame. I'll be like, someone will literally be in the middle of like two hand jobs and like a blow job and i'll be like you good you go between the guy's legs <laughs> yeah, like yeah, sure. ace yeah. pops her head yeah. <laughs> yeah i love how it's like the i don't can't even say modern day bachelor way to do it like handing out wristbands yeah, instead of roses, roses. Yeah. yeah no for sure that's a good theme but idea all, is already like destigmatizing so much like you're just normalizing Plus with multiple gang bangs, people. but I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, like threesomes, whatever, or more than threesomes, orgies, essentially. Yeah, and it's just like normalized, <laughs> and o- there's obviously such a huge population that loves this and yeah. is so yeah. actively participating yeah. in these events and these nights and and the sex clubs. And I just already feel like so much stigma and misconception is like washed away. So will you come with me? I would go. I'm just not interested. <laughs> you can in wear aging. your coat. So I not about like that. We know I'm not approved. Like, I'm not saying that. So I like never engage. I worked there for four years and I like barely participate there. But so but as a staff member, no, is you there shouldn't. some kind of rule? So as a staff member, I can't participate yeah. while I'm on the clock, but I'm allowed as a guest to yeah. participate like everybody yeah. else. That being said about gangbang night, that only happens twice a month. We only have DTF twice a month. The rest of the nights are very chill, like student night. Every Monday is student night. We have, um, I created this one event called Slumber Party Night where we play oh, Truth or cute. Dare, you know, um, Clueless, the game with the cards. Suck, Suck and blow. blow. Yeah. Seven minutes in heaven. We use the glory hole closet. That was wow. so fun. Spin the bottle. Like, it's so cute. Like, we have such cute games, and sometimes the yeah. game's just, like, the fur, like, most raunchy thing we do is someone kisses someone. Like, it's, like, super cute. So would you say that's sort of, like, a beginner night? Like, if someone who is curious about going to a sex club, they would go on a Monday night to kind of ease into it, see what it's like to have, like, strangers around you that are also there for the same reasons, but there's no... Even though there's no pressure anyway, but like there's really no pressure and like yeah, but that's for like students though. Yeah, so everyone's under thirty five, so oh, there's okay. an Asian that night. No, it doesn't count towards <laughs> men. Not women though. Get in with your looks. Women. So you're fine. You don't look thirty five. No men. No men under thirty five. Oh. Women are any age. Yeah. Wait, no uh, men under thirty five. Over 35. Over 35. No men over 35 on student night. Um, and so single men are only allowed at the club Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, okay. So there's no single men Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or um, some Sundays. The Sundays vary because those are special. So it's open usually. seven so, days a week. Oh, and it opens at 11 a.m. So I'm there sometimes at like 
11 a.m. Tanning. And you can tan naked, by the way. In like a tanning booth or like there's... Outside. Oh, the okay. Because there's a pool. So, in the so yeah, I want to go back to the pool. I think I want to come for the pool. Especially, oh my God. like, Every day we should be there work, all the time. I go to the pool. If I'm, like, feeling sore from yoga, I go to the pool. It's awesome. That's fantastic. It's like a, spa. a lot of people actually go just to use the spa facilities and then they go home, like me, yeah. every day. I can see that being like such an appeal though, because when I go to like a spa or whatever, and I'm like comfortable, I'm not as like free as you are with your body, Jess, but <laughs> I, I just feel hate like clothes. in like Same. I'm comfortable like among women, like in yes, a female change room. Yeah. But I'm still a little self conscious, but I feel like it would be so liberating. To, to be them. in that kind of environment where people are not looking at you and criticizing your body or anything about you. Exactly. And because everybody's all, all accepting. Yeah. Shapes and sizes and looks and everything. But to just be there and not in a sexual way, just to be like a naked human, just to be free of all of those like inhibitions that you would have um and and insecurities that you would have about being naked in like a public yeah, environment it's a good way to like ease into that um comfort but level if, yeah and like feeling that freedom is probably exhilarating because you know obviously every spa that women go to it's like you get naked in the change room like yeah. eat, like normal spas but this one i think it's just like you can get naked in the change room and then hang have out naked yeah <laughs> oh, and obviously in regular yeah. spas you like get dressed or you know what I mean you don't stay there <laughs> is there a girls night only where only women attend yeah so we have an event called sapphic aquatica which is women identified people can go and it's bi-monthly I haven't been personally but I heard it's a really good time I and there's like that. performers okay. let's go to that wander yes, around that would naked. be a great first uh, yeah. night for you I think it'd be nice and, and I'm my- in a very committed relationship yes. I, my husband would not approve and so no gang bang night for you gang bang night you would love sapphic aquatica you would be my daughter for gang bang night oh my gosh please i we have been as close (laughs) as i think i need to be to you we've already done that okay we've been you've been very naked i'm often with my body (laughs) touching your naked body um love you yeah but if <laughs> well, watching you get you guys sound ready to go gang bang gang bang no she's maybe, saying no right now <laughs> maybe not oh where i want to take our relationship you might reconsider once we go to girls night there might at have Oasis. to be we might have to reestablish our boundaries as or, friends <laughs> why don't we ease them with like a single man and then we work up to a double and then a triple. I think you I'm should just, just go with yeah. Ace. Yeah. You can be my spot. And that'll be a perfect. No, scenario. I don't even know if I would want to get gangbanged. I mean, there. I. <laughs> or anywhere. When I first started, I was like, I, I don't know if I'd be in a gangbang. But it's even just the environment and watching it, there's something magical. But is it. that yeah, also I'd like about to see it. Like the freedom, too? Like that's being gangbanged. Without, I know we're only talking about gangbang night. You started it. I know. Yeah. The beat, but I think that's it, right? Like, people want to know. It's our is, most hardcore night. This by is accepted. Far. This is condoned. This is consensual. This yeah. is sexy. wanted, desired, desired, sexy. It's all the things. And it's the freedom around it yes. that you know you're doing this and no one's judging you. People Absolutely. are excited for you. Absolutely. They're embracing yeah. it. They're yes. encouraging it. Yes. You have like a hundred cheerleaders, essentially. We even have like a champagne toast to the ladies at uh, the beginning of the night. And we have, this is the fun part, um, camp counselor games. 
like they're not camp counselor games but me and my co-host we always do camp counselor style games and we'll be like twister and naked sh- twister yes it's amazing absolutely and wow. we always have icebreakers for dtf especially because there's like a lot of people and people are like holy shit it's dtf what do i do i'm so awkward how do i not come off as creepy so we play games yeah that's a good idea yeah. just start it off naked twister is always fun yeah, we have, like, really creative games, too. It's, like, all games that you would play at camp as a kid, and now you're naked. It's, like, the adults. hot fantasy. Yes! All of it is a hot fantasy. All like, of it, yeah. for real. Yeah. And I feel like there is such a correlation between, like, childhood and not to be, like, gross or, like, talk about, like, inappropriate child things. No. But, like, <laughs> the things that brought us joy and yes. fun as a kid you kind of stop when you're an adult. Like, there's almost what group of adults plays hide and seek or like, but then also there comes a time when you are, hide and seek in the glory hole. Oh my (laughs) God. Find find a secret way to sound such a Like, I'll be seeking. (laughs) Let me find it. No, but there's a time where you're, when you're a kid and you're doing those things and then that's like, then you stop because that's when you're now starting to have sex. So it's like combining that like transitionary period where it's so new and exciting sex um yet you're still younger and you're like you don't know what's up so it's kind of cool that was a fun time yeah games like they're crazy well yeah like the rush alone of the bottle when you're a teenager like when you get to when you relive that as an adult when you understand it more like you're like, well, we can kiss, but we can also fuck. I'm too. probably gonna fuck you in for seven minutes. And yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> seven minutes of heaven. I yeah. Love that. Like to me, it just keeps going back to like the freedom of be like the complete and utter freedom of sexuality and like being sexual. Expressiveness. Ex- yeah. Expression. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, so, I think that's the main thing too, and I—that's the one thing that I love doing—is the exploration to be expressive. And sometimes you like, yeah. you know, when you, when you're in the moment, you don't even know what you're thinking or what you're doing. It just comes natural, and it's yes. it's just fun. And then that's, that's how you evolve. And yeah, that's really and awesome. learn about yourself and your yeah. actual wants and desires well, and that, interests. Absolutely, and that's something that I would want to see. Okay, this is why I'm curious about DTF Night because <laughs> when I watch porn, I watch like gangbang porn, but I would never assume that I would want to do that like oh my god it's just like the fantasy like you know the sexy fantasy but i want to see how it would be in real life watching somebody actually do it and see if it's like as sexy as it is watching a civilian watching a civilian with like other civilians them. yes if i had a dollar every time i said this wouldn't turn me on but like every time i've said that about a kink of mine i tried it and now it's like a like hundred times more like it's like my main yeah like foot fetish for example i always was like I will never have a foot fetish. Like, I, before I started working at Oasis, I thought, like, that was weird. And then someone sucked my toes one time. And Sold. now I've got a foot fetish. <laughs> huge one. Oh Literally God. a huge one. And working at Oasis, like, I was open-minded before I started. But now I'm like... <sighs> like, like, nothing surprises nothing you. Nothing is weird to me. I'm not judgmental of anyone. And it's just, like, so amazing learning about people's kinks. And at the sex yeah. club, you don't have to participate in any sex to learn about sex. Like, yeah. just watching people. Yeah, and then and bring it home. in that environment. Like, and we have also, like, uh, presentations. Like, how to eat ass. I learned about that from a presentation. It's very educational. Yeah. 
One time, yeah. How, <laughs> how many time. ways is there to do that? <laughs> it's it's a technique, and I didn't know the technique, and then I watched the presentation. What is the technique? It's you start from like the top. You have to relax the person, and then there's like these places. I'm, I'm like about to put my hand to it to Lauren. She demonstrates like, like Lauren, me. turn over now. So there's <laughs> face like, down, ass yeah. up. Basically, there's all these so crevices like, yeah. and nerve endings that you don't actually know until you learn about it, and that makes the eating ass apparently way better. I've never eaten ass for the record. I love getting my ass eaten, but I've never tried it. I wanted to. I just didn't get the opportunity. <laughs> you will, I'm sure. But yeah, when I was like, I don't think I'd ever eat ass. And then I heard about this presentation and I'm like, I'm going to eat someone's ass right now. Like, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. So, well, okay. So is it oh, from God. like, let's go back to nailing down this technique just in case. Um, <laughs> oh my God. This presentation has like a notepad two years I'm ago. like, I, oh. Don't think I do it wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I no, I don't do it wrong. But so <laughs> just I by thought, top you mean like where the dick and balls are, or by top you mean the other way? No, I mean you start at your, like per- at your the head. person's shoulders oh. and work your way down. I'm like, oh, literally. the back. Yeah, you gotta oh. relax the person first. Which oh, I that's thought what I mean. you just like. I thought you just no, spread the yeah, yeah. Going, but no, you have to like <laughs> just dive right in. Start at the shoulders, do a nice massage, make sure the areas relax, and then like put what do you call this? I don't your even hand? The side of your hand. The side of your hand, like between like the crack. And okay, so this like, is like a full on like It's an sequence. hour. Okay, yeah. well this it's is another episode. Yeah. How to eat ass. <laughs> Ace will come on and tell us how to properly do many things. Many sexual acts. Starting with acts, like, yeah, ass and I toes. I didn't get to Wednesday yet. Like we're yeah, still so on we're, Monday, okay. Tuesday. Yeah, so let's let's go back. So we've done Monday, which is oh, student, student night. night. Tuesday night is the hardcore night. DTF hardcore and then what's Wednesday night? Um, Wednesday is like fun, like club party night. We have like really fun. Maybe it's we it's do that. really good for a first timer. It's yeah. really like a balance. Like everything's really balanced. The ages are balanced. There's like men and women. So are some people in like full out club attire and some people are full out naked? Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, that. That's costumes. actually hilarious. And like and it's costumes. a really good amount of busy on Wednesdays. It's like busy enough to be a party but not um overwhelming at all so we have volleyball Wednesday. <laughs> should we dip on over Eight after one week there's yoga so you can start your night off with some yoga Perfect. yeah and then there's usually something fun after that it changes every week they have a burlesque night now and it's like <gasps> that's what we should go to i know okay every I, single I think night that's I my think. favorite night i think we're that's on booked every night yes uh, it's the last wednesday and there's um like professional burlesque performers that do performances all night yeah i love shows Me like too. stuff like I that love burlesque. like a show yeah it's amazing like it's so but good. i want to see re- do they get fully naked at, by the end of their show burlesque dancers yeah. uh, normally no i actually did burlesque I when i was 19 wow. did you get like, naked performed. um no so you don't i know naked. i like burlesque. to see them you get naked as well yeah yeah it's not what you like you don't like burlesque <laughs> you just like naked, naked yeah <laughs> okay so what's thursday night um very chill so it's so chill it's uh the club's like less busy that night for that's sure that's interesting because Thursday's couples, usually like Thursday. industry night it's couples uh, only so when I was 20 I was like Thursdays are boring I don't want to go on a Thursday because I was like into drinking and partying and now I'm 23 and I'm like Thursday <laughs> I need this I hope no one's there so I can just like relax to in chill. the pool and curl up in a ball yeah now so, that you're at the ripe old yeah. age of so 23 if, kill me if you've seen it all you're yeah, with like up. social anxiety thursday is like the best night by far and we also have like first taste 
on some Thursdays, which is a tour if you've never been to a sex club and it's like an hour presentation about what a sex club is. Basically, it's this podcast for like <laughs> one hour's time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Friday. Yeah. Um, Friday, there's either a presentation about like something educational. It's also another couple's night or we have a lap dance class. Which is, okay, we're going every day of the week. I know, every they're single so day. fun. They're so fun. Um, and then Saturday's a busy club couples night. So this is like one of the busiest nights of the week. Oh, for I'll sure. never be able Saturday. to pick. They all sound I so I feel like fun. you should just work there. I know. I know. That is, that is your <laughs> Maybe calling. Maybe I should, yeah. Maybe you need to get out of yeah. the financial world. Because <laughs> what the fuck? I know. I agree. It's not expressive enough for me. No, it isn't. <laughs> I, I totally get Do that. Do they need, like, an account manager yeah. or, or a client relations manager? <laughs> I bet. You should apply. I'm they good with me. the relations with the client. No, I'm just kidding. That is a joke. That is, that is a joke. Um, but, yeah, we have really cool events on, like, Saturday. So we had something. One of my favorites is Suits and Nudes. So we had like men in suits and women naked and the power dynamic is so sexy and I was go-go dancing and I was naked and I had all these guys in suits Were you just me. wearing boots? Um, I think I was wearing heels, oh. but I was like completely naked and it felt so hot. And then I had one time a boyfriend like was watching me dance naked while all these guys were like in suits, like also watching you dance naked. And it was like such a hot dynamic going on we also had another event where it was the opposite so all the men are naked and the women are clothed and that was also really hot um we have unicorn night which is like unicorn is when it's a couple and they're looking for a second girl oh yeah 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 because it's called unicorn because they're so hard to find yeah so we have like unicorn hunting that's something yeah. I could be interested in. I think I'd be too jealous to share my spouse, but I could pro- I could be the girl going in. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could so be I'll unicorn. be unicorn girl. <laughs> I'm never leaving now. I know. What else? <laughs> and then Sunday we have like a mixed bag of things. Like we have like bathhouse and body works, which is uh, like a gay men's night, um, but everyone's welcome. And then um, we have a night. bye we have a bi guy night, which I love. You would love it's called swordplay. Bi guy, like, guy on guy, and the like spectator sex for that is so hot. So always. that's on Sunday also. Yeah. Um, so Sunday it, day is like the bathhouse, and Sunday night is the bi. No, that's another event. These all happen oh, at night. Oh, they're events, so yeah. they're not every single Sunday. Yeah, these are all just throughout the month. Oh, okay. Yeah, you would love the gay guy night. Yeah, you just go and chill fun. and hang out and talk to them. It's fun. It's I fun. know, but like, yeah, I guess I could take a night off from like. Yeah, sexy, so we've sexy. We've already planned yeah. Jess's But job. it's not like only like... Jess's future at Jess's Oasis. days, all the days. Yeah, <laughs> days and nights she moves in there. <laughs> literally. The dungeon becomes I'm Jess's. now living here. The yeah. dungeon is Jess's day. bedroom. Yeah. yeah, literally, I wish. <laughs> glory hole. Yeah, glory hole. <laughs> wake up for a quick glory hole. <laughs> no, oh that's God. hilarious. That's how they wake you up. I'll be... <laughs> You're poked through the glory <laughs> hole. Jessica! The alarm clock. Your shift is so Yeah, they're coming in now. <laughs> like, no, that's awesome. I, like, I love all of this. This sounds so much fun. I was really sold before. I'm so much more sold now. I actually I have fun. passes here. Why? Yeah, from you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was you. like, who gave them to you? How <laughs> dare they? I know. I'm like, I you wanted did, to do yeah. it. And I am going. Like, so Ace wants to take our oasis virginity, obviously. Oh, it's so good. So you were asking how I became who I am today. Yeah. Well, oasis, I think we've kind of figured it out. It's yeah, very oasis clear. definitely <laughs> changed who I was for the better. Like, I was like a shy nerd in high school. Yeah, I don't know if you believe me, but <laughs> it's a little hard to believe now. But just being in that environment and being so accepted by like 
like by everybody at all times. Like I remember I was going through a breakup once and I was like, didn't want to go into work and I was so sad. And then one of the regulars ordered me a large pizza because he heard I was going through a breakup and everyone was like, you don't need him. Like you're loved here. And you have pizza. And then I had another breakup and then they were still supportive. And I was like, like, it doesn't even matter. So it's such what a mood like, I was in. Family like, dynamic. Yeah. And the regulars like... <laughs> They really are friendly to everybody. That's actually amazing. Yeah. And so it's so opposite what you would think where people would be like, kind of like going there for one specific person or reason, take yeah. that person and go off into their private room and have sex or whatever. Yeah, really, no. it's, it's not. It's really just it's like everybody comes there together and comes together. So I feel like there's probably like... And comes together. Like, I got that. Comes together in every way. I see what you did Literally there. and figuratively. And all the other ways to do that. All the ways to come. All the ways. Absolutely. All we, the coming. All the coming. We, and goings. And yeah. the goings and the comings. Yeah. We even have Sydney and Ride sometimes, speaking of coming. What's that? It's a giant fuck machine. A what? <laughs> what did you just call it? Sibian? Yeah. And Sibian. so you sit on it, and you can either have just clitoral, and it's the motor of so a lawnmower. it's like lawnmower. a giant vibrator? Yeah. It's the motor of a lawnmower. Jesus Christ. Is that like necessary? A, um, you would love that. Cycle. I know, but, like, my vibrator's this big. Like, I don't... I have a magic it. wand, and it's been ruining my life in the best way. And I you have to take a break sometimes when you get addicted. Oh, my God, I've yeah, been bleeding you have to stop. every time I masturbate. Bleeding? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Because I'm, like, I'm just... That's <laughs> aggressive. I'm just trying a new thing. I'm bleeding. I'm trying a new thing. We might edit this up. So, I work at a sex club. But I'm actually just not actually having sex with people right now, which is hilarious. Okay, so that's what why is I'm masturbating to lively. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm intense. Okay, that's the crazy. It's, it's fine. I'm going to start using more lube. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking crazy. Oh, I love great. it. <laughs> so, Back to the Sibian. <laughs> well, I wanted to kind of get into like, obviously it, it sounds like the funnest place on earth, obviously. <laughs> Um, yeah. But just more in like a psychological perspective. Totally. Like, and you actually have a psych degree. Yes, so, I do. <laughs> and you specialized in what? The or you focused like sex on sex and romantic relationships? Yeah. So obviously, this was just your calling. Like, this is what you were meant to do. This is what you're supposed to do for life. All my projects revolved around Oasis in my last year. <laughs> so you were? Were you like as a kid very sexual or like interested in sex? That's or the a opposite. Good question. So I grew up Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> and then we yeah. all start the there. So when I was 14, I had a boyfriend named Philip. And we were like Shout two out to Philip. Virgins yeah. <laughs> in love. And I yeah, we just decided to have sex when I was 14. So I had sex and I was like, basically, I was taught that sex is like the devil and I'm gonna go to yeah. hell and like like everything about me is going to change if I have sex. And it was like such a big deal in my head. And then I had and sex with Philip. Felt, did you feel so guilty? Like you were just. Not at all. She was, was like, like best thing ever. Fuck these people. Like I, my whole life is a lie. Um, I thought like I was like supposed to feel terrible after. And I was like, this is fine. We can do this again. You're going to. We burn. will do this. So, Where you lay. Yes. So, so that comes many years later. Yeah. So we have sex. And then I go to school after because I couldn't miss chemistry. <laughs> I could skip the whole day, but so I wait, miss you had sex during the school day. <laughs> of course, when no one was home. When yeah, well, when do you have sex? Yeah, so it was during lunch, and um, I had to make it back for fourth period because I was a straight A chemistry student, and okay, I couldn't miss the class. So I get to school, and I'm like, 
to my one of my friends at the time I was like holy shit I just had sex and she's like what do you mean I'm like you know what I mean <laughs> and so we're screaming in the bathroom a girl comes in and she's like what are you talking about and we're like nothing and I'm like holy shit what do I do I just had sex ah! and then so she tell so we tell my other friends and they're like what was it like tell me everything I need to know every detail and then my friends are like whoa you did it so then all my friends started asking me for sex advice because all of a sudden I'm the sex person and I'm You're like a sex expert. I'm like, well, fuck, I can't just, like, tell my friends wrong information. So I start going to chapters with my mom. And I took the Harry, like, Harry Potter book, and I would go to the sex section, and I would just, like, start reading about blowjobs and, like, all this sex stuff. Because I'm like, if I'm going to help my friends, I'm going to deliver. So I became, like, the sex-positive friend since grade nine. And then my friends, like, my friends would tell their friends. And then when I got to university, it got to the point where my friends went to other universities and they would, like, bring their new university friends to me. And they'd be like, she never gave a blowjob. What does she do? And I'd be like, sit down. So you're, like, the sexologist for unofficially unofficial sexologist. At my high school, I was. And then I started a sexual education club at my university. But I was already working at Oasis at this time. So, okay, so then I graduated high school. And I was like, what part-time but you, Were job? you a sexual person prior to having sex with your boyfriend? Or did that just kind of happen quickly? Or were you all, like, when as I a had kid, do you remember kiss, being okay, so, sexual? Like, were you, did you masturbate very early? No, yeah. I started masturbating at 16. I lost yeah. my virginity before I masturbated. And the first time I masturbated was with a vibrator. I think that happens often. Like, yeah. I lost my virginity yeah. before I masturbated. Too. I know. And I, I think know. that maybe women or girls masturbate without really knowing they're masturbating. Exactly. Well, you feel like... Oh, like, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Like yes, rubbing it on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's stuff for sure I was doing. But I, I didn't, like, understand why. Like, like you weren't like, I'm going to go masturbate yeah. now. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. I would, like, hold my pee as a kid, and it almost felt like an orgasm. But it doesn't... I don't have, like, a pee thing now. Like, I don't hold my pee now. It doesn't do anything. I tried. You just uh, felt the <laughs> sensation in your vagina. Yeah, but it felt good. Um... I had my first, so in grade seven, I was totally asexual. Like, I, like, had crushes on boys, but I didn't understand sex at all. Grade eight, I had my first kiss, and it just went, like... And you're boy crazy? Yeah. Like, boy <laughs> yeah. crazy, absolutely. And I remember the first time I learned about a blowjob, I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. And now I'm like, BJ queen. So, <laughs> like, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> love all the dicks. No. Like, not really, I but, like, dicks. I love, like, talking about it. I love, like, teaching it. Like, I love, I love... Sex. I love sex. I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Absolutely not. Oh yeah, my I think God, more people no. need to be like that. And yeah. it's so interesting that you did come from like a Catholic background where that would yeah. never have been like supported, promoted. Like I'm sure growing up, like your parents were, did they talk to you about sex? Or? No. And I went to a Catholic school and I think it was like abstinence oh based. Well, almost. isn't it like in, you have to be in wedlock before you can yeah, have sex? Yeah. Totally. So, of course so they're was, not going to teach weird. that. It was in weird. wedlock. You have to be married. Can't have sex out of wedlock. wedlock. Oh, out of wedlock. Yeah. 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 So when I graduated high school, I was like, okay, well, I know all this stuff about sex. What do I do with it? And I started working at a sex store. And so I learned all this. Did your parents know that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did they know all this stuff? That I worked. Yeah, I told my parents. Well, my mom knew I lost my virginity in high school by accident, and that caused like a lot of problems with us. But we're good now. And so she like knew I was a sexual person in high school. So now when I told her like I'm working at a sex store now, she was like, okay. And I actually took my mom to Oasis. 
Did she like it? Oh god, and I'm not taking her again. It was <laughs> like like why did I do that? Yeah, why did I you do that? Um, I, I took her for Mother's Day. Took her for Mother's so Day. So I took her to lunch, and then I'm like, "We're right beside Oasis. Do you want to go?" And she's like an open. Now she's an open-minded person. She grew up Catholic as well, but now she likes and some her daughter. She opened up a little bit, but so we go, and I thought it was going to be empty. <laughs> My mistake. Mother's Day is popping over at Oasis. So it was like Tuesday during the day, and I forgot that like single men are allowed on Tuesdays. So we go, and there's people by the pool, naked, sun tanning, and she's like, "That's cool." Like my mom's open to nudity, like she's cool with it. And then we go upstairs, we go to the dungeon, and there's this guy jerking off. And my mom's, I'm like, oh, "This is the dungeon," and he looks my <laughs> mom in the face, and he's like, "Happy Mother's Day," and I'm like, <laughs> and, mom! Then, "And then, and then orgasms." No, can you imagine my mom's face everywhere no, on her? Onto oh your mom's my god, face. but my mom like, did not let me live it down, and she's like, I can imagine. Does this happen every day? And it sucks, because that doesn't happen every day. Like, that's not something like, that, is like, is a regular me. thing at all. You should have brought her on Monday. I know. My mistake. Ease or Maybe in. Cougar and Cubs Night I'll bring her. We'll see. We'll redo is it. Is she okay. single? No. Oh. <laughs> she's Sorry, like, <laughs> yeah, this is even crazier. Um, but, yeah, so not doing that again. But, okay, so... I started working at the sex store, and then I got bored of the sex store, and I'm like, oh, like, I, there must be something better. Then I found out Oasis, and then I quit my job at the sex store and started working at Oasis. And you're just moving on up through yeah, the sex the ranks. Almost four years now. So your interest in sex, though, is that because you wanted to, like, bring education to people and, like, make them understand that absolutely it doesn't have to be taboo it doesn't it's not dirty it's not yes. weird if you love sex it's not like specific things aren't weird that you want yeah, to try or just being a very very overtly sexual person as long as you're doing things in a consensual way to and like yeah totally like on. it's a healthy yeah way. a healthy yeah, sexual appetite yeah certainly not so yeah uh, self-destructive so was that like why and then combining that because then you took psychology yeah so what was the goal for you like why did those two things kind of come together for you i felt deceived when i was a kid and i thought sex was so bad so when i did it that's really a shame and i felt Mm -hmm. empowered by it i was like how many other people like me are just thinking sex is bad for you and then i'm like if i broke that so quickly and so easily like i should help people and i thought that was like my calling yeah i mean i think the thing to say there is and i i don't know for sure but you broke that really quickly but i bet a lot of people don't i know and they probably spend so that. much time living like how you did well before the i know again it's only right been like of 14, two years yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> one year <laughs> since i discovered my sexuality <laughs> Before the epiphanies. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's sad. I bet you women go well into their, you know, middle age and, and yeah. their whole lives. Well, we do know people that I wouldn't say they're asexual, but they're not very like sexual people. Sex talk, sex, yeah. certain sex. They acts don't like them it. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. We know. A and lot I of think people. I think that might just come from lack of understanding or lack of sex promotion in the home, like like yeah. normalization, it being healthy. But, like I didn't grow up in like a very sexual home. Like my parents no. were not like. I mean, obviously they had sex. I'm here today. And so is my brother. We have and evidence. They weren't, they weren't, you know, prudes by any means. Like we're a family that was very comfortable in our own skin. Like not that my dad would be talking to me in my room, butt naked or whatever, but like you're human, like your nakedness you're is not accepted. Like conservative. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it, my parents in the family, in the home, it was like, okay, like whatever. If you ran to the washroom naked and 
yeah. you know, mom or dad saw you, there was no shame or like, oh my God, you can't be like seen. Yeah. It was more like when it changed, it was because of age and just a respect yeah. for that. Yeah, but, course. um, but there's people that grow up like you, you did and not necessarily in like a religious environment. It's just something that I think is passed down over generations yeah. where sex was just not normalized in, especially for women. It's not super accepted still that women enjoy it love it talk about it are very sexual it, it, yeah it's getting right. there i think and like yeah. even through this podcast we've discovered so much we are and i mean I, at least i hope we're helping open those doors yeah and and for everyone and it is normal and i think that's the biggest message is like yeah. well i think a lot of it comes down to something that we talked about with ariel about talking with kids at a young age yeah. and and yes. normalizing sex at a young age and, and masturbation yeah like not even necessarily normalizing it like in the sense that okay kids go have sex you're two but like this is your penis this is your yes, vagina this is your body yeah this is your body and this and, like, is what it does starting and there do and feeling the feels that you get when you are aroused or being aroused like all those things are okay because they are normal that's natural. what we're designed to do like they're natural yeah. reactions and you you have not one ounce of control over it yeah you cannot help what turns you on yeah i wish <laughs> yeah. i know right yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> no but it's true like you and i remember like being younger and like you watching something and you're not understanding but you remember the tingly feeling absolutely and i remember talking about it with my cousin she's like i feel tingly right now and we're so young but it's like our body's just doing what they do yeah. like, but imagine and you beautiful. understood it like imagine as at that age when that was happening you really understood because your parents talk to you openly about it and said you're going to eventually feel these things it would just be such a different yeah. Yes, yeah. experience i wonder like how it would have been different or how how it would make it better maybe people would be more open to expression like not younger but like more willing to be open to expression i guess i don't know yeah i think maybe they'd just be more accepting of themselves and i think it again like uh, everything seems to go back to that shame yes. and they yeah. wouldn't feel that yeah. shame like oh I feel turned on or whatever yeah. I'm feeling is I don't know if this is right or normal or okay yeah. I can't tell anybody I can't express it because I, I think it's wrong because the sex connotation or the connotation around sex is like it's private and it's it some people are taught like it's dirty like it's something yeah. you do it's a no-no it's like, only for after you're married and it serves a purpose it's so you have babies like it's yeah there's so many yeah. different like ways people are taught about sex yeah. and a lot of them are the wrong way and totally. like i was i think that's you kind of honed in on my point about being young because that's when you start like like when you see somebody touching them they're genitals when they're really little like no don't do that like yeah, you know totally. they freak out and and they're just so doing that, what's natural yeah that's teaching but, you that you know, like oh this is bad yes like touching association yeah. Right yeah. yeah me being but another, my own body is bad yeah. yes and another thing and, and also um like ex feeling and riding out the pleasure is mm -hmm. bad mm -hmm. but another yeah. thing i think that would do would really destigmatize um people's hatred or misconceptions or uh, problems with like gayness things like that like you know some people are really against it or things that they don't understand I think it would really normalize a lot of that stuff too well that's just goes back to the whole thing of we fear what we don't know right yeah. and, and if we we're shun. always talking about it yeah exactly it's all yeah. about like the conversations and the language and like having those conversations in like a safe accepting environment which yeah that's a purpose that Oasis yeah. serves it's yeah. not about just being like purely like sexual and acting out your fantasies it's 
as you've mentioned, it's about like an education and like acceptance and taking yeah. away the shame and destigmatizing sex and as being a whole. comfortable yeah. in that realm. You know, I really would like to look into that, like how sex as an adult is such a big part of your life we are not talking about it when we're young we're not we're barely talking about in school and we have a lot to say about things that should be taught in school in general Ah! but this is something yeah like so many things but this is something that is like it's actually ridiculous that we're not talking about why is there not classes every year about and you you, like how much would this help consent yes even exactly how much would this help children at risk how much would this help like uh girls with low self-esteem yes giving it up or you know doing things in high school that they shouldn't or wouldn't want to do like well you kind of just stumble into sex eventually absolutely I think majority of people probably lose their virginity in high school and you kind of just stumble into it a lot of the time peer pressure like your friend or one friend starts and the other and you're like well now I have to do it or you're with your boyfriend for for a long time and, and I know like I mean I personally didn't really experience anything like that like I have I knew I wanted to have sex. Yeah, I, I was that. consensual as well. But, but I, but I didn't understand it. No, fully, and I really so. think that I would have still probably eliminated some people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I think I would have made smarter decisions had I been more aware. And it's not like anything I regret. Whatever. Like yeah, of course I regret. Them, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's not like anything horrible happened. But I, th- I really think if I was, if it was more normalized, it probably would have been different. I would have felt differently about some interactions. Yeah. Totally. So that was, so what I also wanted to talk to you about is just like what kind of a role, I guess we touched upon it just now, but like, why do you think a sex club is important or necessary in society? Like it obviously is supposed to serve like a positive benefit. Definitely. So I think the first reason, the first thing it serves is um, freedom of expression. Just going in and expressing yourself the way you feel that day. For example, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I want to wear a strap on to work. And I can't do that at the office, as you know. And why not? At Oasis. I can't imagine I why up, that would be frowned upon. Exactly. I cannot believe what I have to deal with. So, but at Oasis. Damn life. If I just want to wear a strap on to my shift because I'm feeling like a dominatrix that morning, I know I'll be accepted and loved no matter what. No matter how I show up, sometimes I show up with no makeup and sweatpants. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh. But you have your strap on on. I haven't slept in two days. And people are still like so respectful and kind and like loving towards me. And it's just like freedom to be who you want to be that day. Yeah, sex or no sex. Yeah. And I like don't even have sex there. Like ever. Like (laughs) people think I'm so like freaky and like such a sex freak. But I just like, I love sex and I love talking about it and I love educating people on it. But I just go there to chill. And like, says the I'm girl wearing loved. the strap on. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. But more importantly, more have importantly, you put the strap on to use ever? Um. So the first time I put on a strap on, a dominatrix was giving a presentation at Oasis, and she had a strap on, and she's like, "Does anyone from the audience want to put this on?" You're like, yep. And I'm like, my best friend threw me on the stage, and I put it on, and I felt such a rush of endorphins. It felt like I put on like drugs. <laughs> Like, it felt so really? amazing. Powerful. I was like, yeah. So you it, felt like what a 
privileged white man feels like. Yeah. I and know, that, it, it all comes down to the dick. I know. literally felt it through my veins. I, I was like, holy shit. So it, she, she put me on like well, That's why leather. guys have these like complexes in yeah. this like. Oh my uh-huh. God. I recommend it, ladies. It's amazing. Just Everyone walk, needs a dick. Just to walk around your house in a strap on. So it was like, this it. custom leather strap on. And I was like, I love this so much. I know this is for me. So I was like, where'd you get this? She's like this place. And it's like really expensive. It's only custom made. I go there the next day. My best friend buys it for me for my birthday. We split the price. I was asking my boyfriend to pitch at the time, and he's like, absolutely not. I'm like, fuck He's you. like, I know where that's going. So my strap-on <laughs> is baby blue and white. It has a lace back, and the horn is a unicorn horn. Like, the dick is a unicorn horn. The oh dick. Oh, my God. Isn't that so on brand for me? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, send us a picture of that, so, please. We'll um, post it. That, I, this will be your art photo for this week. <laughs> I, I will. I actually, so I broke up with the guy who didn't want strap on and dated another guy after. Because who, he didn't want to be pegged? No, there were other problems, <laughs> but that definitely contributed. No, I'm kidding. But the next guy, like, begged for it. Like, he wanted it so bad, and he was a frat guy. And the fact that he was like a frat guy and he had to portray he felt like he had to portray himself a certain way to his friends and then he would like, like come super to, masculine man's yeah man. like yeah like macho and then he'd come home to me and i'd be like railing his ass it was so good and we'd like with a unicorn horn yeah he's like are you gonna fuck me with the horse thing i'm like what <laughs> did you just say to me you know what if anyone doubted that story that's how you know it's real that's something exactly a guy would say what are you gonna fuck me with the horse thing yeah no it was and it was hot. Like, I loved it. And so I will only peg frat guys, I decided. Okay. <laughs> frat guys normal guy. yeah. Yeah. yeah, or come calling. Yeah, um, whatever your, whatever floats your boat. It's cool. Yeah. Okay, that's actually really funny. Um, <laughs> so speaking of, like, being in a relationship, working at Oasis, um, do you, because Oasis does house nights for couples, like, do you feel that that is something that every couple should experience? Is this he- healthy for a monogamous relationship? Like, where does that play in? So for working there for three and a half years, I've probably talked to hundreds of couples. And one thing that I know that Oasis definitely does is test your communication skills. So if you don't have excellent communication skills with your partner, Oasis will test that. And usually when you have a hard conversation with your partner, it strengthens a relationship. So Oasis can, in a way, help your relationship in that regard. What I mean by strong communication skills is that you guys should talk about your intentions before going to the sex club. For example, one partner might want to throw you into a gangbang and watch you have an orgy. The other per- person might just want to watch like sex around. Yeah, so it's to important m- to communicate what your intentions are for the night and make sure you're on the same page. So you're not put in awkward situations. Also, you should talk about like, hey, what if someone asks us to play? What should we say? Or like you can be like, well, let's feel it out and see what happens. Or you can in advance be like, hard no, we're not playing with anyone. Don't even think about it when we're there. So you need to align, obviously. And manage yeah. expectations. Like, of course. Imagine yeah. you're there with someone and then you're like, okay, let's go check it out. And then they go rogue. <laughs> like, I'm GTF. and <laughs> They yeah. go straight for yeah. the glory hole. I think that that could cause a little bit of... That ends a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, the, these could be things that could potentially end a relationship. Yeah, obviously but. both people in the relationship have to I would assume be open-minded enough to even consider going to yeah. the yeah. sex club yeah. have an interest or yeah. desire for something like that whether it's like on very PG-13 type nights yeah. or or the hardcore nights. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's a good thing about this place is there are ways to ease in so it's not just straight to like DTF 
night. Exactly. Um, you can ease in with like. And is it designed know. like that on purpose? Do you think? For sure. Like well, we purposely and, make it some nights chill and some hardcore. Yeah, so I cater to everybody. Yeah. Not everyone wants to DTF all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, you need to have some nights off. Boring, actually. It would. Eventually. You'd be like, I've done this yeah. many totally. times. Yeah, I like yeah. working different nights. It's fun. But um, so Oasis can help couples in the sense that it can help you discover things uh, that you didn't really think would turn yeah, out ever. for sure. I've talked to so many couples that were like, I never thought I'd want to see my partner with someone else. And then you see it and it's the hottest thing ever. And I've also met couples that are like, we're really shy. And then they meet other really shy couples. And then you have, like, great friends for life. Yeah. So, and you know what's kind of cool? That this yeah. is all in, like, a place. So you go to this place. You have your, like, experience. And then you can leave and go back to, like, day-to-day life. And yeah. then you can go back to the place. And it's kind of, like, it's a really cool literal escape to, yes. to go and try some cool shit. Yeah, yeah, you're, like, a facilitator to people's fantasies. Uh, and you yes. provide well, it in a healthy, safe, and accepting environment. And yeah. I think it would be good for people that are interested in that to know that there's people that like have your back kind of like someone to be like okay because even if you were in a relationship with someone that you love trusted or you know it's committed I can see things getting out of hand even in that because maybe that person has a completely different set of expectations or desires fantasies and like you're going along going along and you're like okay I'm I'm reaching my limit here and this person's like no we're not done here and if there wasn't those people like yourself or like the other staff yeah. to kind of make sure that that doesn't <laughs> yeah. go too far, yeah. like, I, I, I think that would be a fear of some people's, like, especially if you're new to that whole scene. Because yeah. sometimes I know how it is when you're in the moment and it's hard to like re- rein it back and mm-hmm. calm it down. Like, so yeah, it would be nice to know that there's like the safety measures there to, yeah. to help out should you need. Yeah, and the staff's always there. The regulars are, like, regulating. The regulars are, yeah, regulating. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Like, one of my favorite things is watching one of the regulars, like, just, like, reprimand someone for being creepy or something. It doesn't happen often, but it's, like, like a teacher watching a kid, like, correct another so kid. So proud of it's you. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you yes. learned. You're a good know. person. It's, like, so cute to watch. Like, I love it. And it feels like... We're such a community and everyone really watches out for each other. And even if you're brand new, like people still want the best for you. And I don't know many places where I can go and I know people like want good stuff for me. Yeah, yeah and care awesome. about yeah. your well-being and your safety. I think because everyone's there with probably the same intentions that yeah. you're they're not interested. It's not a place to go to see somebody be hurt or scared yeah. or pressured. So like everybody and you can probably tell who's a noob when right yeah, away yeah that's actually my the people like the people that walk in deer in the head yeah. like oh my gosh nervously yeah. looking around and it sucks because some guys Aww, like school i know some guys come off as creepy because they're shy and then i talk to them and then right after they're like all of a sudden like people are talking about you them, like, help the them uh, yeah yeah shy guys are my forte for sure like i'll be like is it your first time here and i'll be like flirty and they'll be like oh goddess how did you know they're like, like you stood in the corner and stared and not talked to anyone the whole time that's how i know yes and they're like is it obvious <laughs> like you it's need so me cute. Yeah. painfully obvious yeah yeah i actually used to host something called the right approach um and i would like literally teach shy guys how to talk to people without being like creepy well i definitely want to get into <laughs> poor guys some of the other like skill sets that you have like you also do some sort of sub 
business stuff where you are coach and like a love coach yes I do dating coaching life coaching spirituality coaching with my best friend right now too but before that because I do want to talk about it I just going back to the couples like there are private rooms right so if we have one private room oh okay do you have to rent it out or put your name on the list you just go downstairs and you say is a private room available and you have it for two hours and you get a key so couples can go and be like, yeah. okay, we're it's really nice. aggressively turned on right now. We're ready to, you know, still privately take our that. experience, but <laughs> yeah. yes, privately express it to each other. And that's what so that word is. So I didn't even tell you about the third floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's been an hour. The tour continues. Told. So after you get to the dungeon, there's a set of stairs. You go upstairs and we have different rooms with different themes. And this is where most of the sex happens. Um, the third floor most nights is only women and couples. So single men aren't allowed up there most nights. So even if single oh, men so are allowed in the club, they can't go upstairs. So if you want your own privacy with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever to have sex upstairs without like single men watching you, you have that. Well, that's nice. But if you want men to watch you, well, then, then do upstairs. it downstairs. Then you do it on the oh. second floor. So is there like beds? Like, so there's a so there's I'll, I'll tell you all the rooms. Or there's like a room up against the wall. No, yeah, I picture it like all these different surfaces, and it's like couch beds. Um, Are they really like easy to clean? Fabric? Uh, yeah. Well. No, they're material <laughs> that's really easy to clean. And they're latex. There's always they cleaning hose them down staff. after. <laughs> it's really clean there. I I'm love sex, but firstly, I'm a germaphobe too. Yeah, I, I love it. Like it's fine for me. Um, they have cleaning staff at all times, and they have cleaning. Like you can clean it by yourself if you like really want to. They too. have white available <laughs> at all times everywhere everywhere you look there's wipes there's condoms there's lube at all times fully stacked like we're promoting safe sex at all times so nice. there's not just like cum shots all over the wall not at all not That's at all the, i walk around barefoot. i picture like some crazy sex thing and wow. then the, the ladies run in really quick and clean run back out <laughs> like kind of yeah. like it's not then they not housekeeping yeah <laughs> so we have a room with a couch um it's like a couch bed and then you go to the next room and there's a fireplace and more couches we have a room called the red room and the whole room is red the walls mm. the ceiling the lights inside red and it's just like it's hot then we have the red bar, which we turn into a nice cocktail bar now. They have nice cocktails. We have a porn room, which I got tutored in French once. I had a French tutor, and I'm like, I don't know where we should study. Let's study in the sex club. Oh, you are literally not doing anything sexual being tutored in yes, French. and I got speaking. a being. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I know. It was the porn. Anyways. My French tutor just brought me to the library. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Can't relate. No. He was As cute, too. Tons of germs. <laughs> he yeah. was cute, too. Not just you. Yeah. Um, no there's a couple other people (laughs) so there's a porn room where there's porn that plays but there's porn playing throughout the club this is just like a big screen of porn and then we have my favorite room other than the dungeon the van room it's like the back of a car kind of 60s kind of van like How'd the you via- know? Because what else? The- <laughs> yeah, like spot on. There's even 60s stickers the Volkswagen. on it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's Obviously, scary. yeah, that's scary height. Where else? No, that's you- a what thing. Other van would you're you 23. Okay, <laughs> it's a thing. Okay, <laughs> even we're kind of young to know that. Yeah, but, but we yeah. that's it. The shagging wagon. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it's what called. To say. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. Is there? No, this is the it's thing. Great. Is there, this like is um, you can do so many positions in it. Oh my god, like a disco ball. No, the carpet. Oh, the shag rug. The shag. No, it's um, it's a material you can clean easily. Oh right. Oh every yeah. Of course, imagine it's shag. Oh god. You'd have to replace it every hour it's on the roomy. hour. Like, yeah. there's a lot of positions you can do in there. That's why I think those bands were made. That's yeah. well, that's no, definitely why they still have the reputation they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, definitely it's why it's in the club. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. 
Yeah. So well, that's awesome. Okay. So like, yeah, let's chat about, so we've talked about how like you think it is good for a relationship if the people are aligned, if it's something totally. that they, or, or this is a way if somebody, one of the partners is like, okay, like I feel like maybe we've hit our sexual ceiling and a plateau, I want to, yeah. yeah, we've plateaued and I have more fantasies and desires that I'd like to explore, but still they want to do that with their partner yeah this is a good way to get into that and would you you know how do you how would you tell somebody to how they should approach that with their partner oh god i don't know it's tough i've had boyfriends before that weren't okay with me working at oasis and it's really hard to navigate it but i as a psych major obviously i tried to explore their behavior and tried to like work a therapy session with them or whatever i can do um but it all comes down for them, my boyfriends that had a problem with Oasis, it all came down to jealousy and them being insecure. Yeah. And I actually had a boyfriend, my last one, who wanted me to quit so badly. And like, it's bothered him so much. And he's like, I don't know if I can call you my girlfriend if you work there. Which in hindsight, I should have seen that as a red flag. But I, I took like, I dialed my shifts down like a lot in the summer because I like just like wanted oh, to make him God. happy. I know, biggest mistake of my life. So I mean, it we happens. broke up. And he showed up at Oasis at DTF, nonetheless. Gang bang night, the night he wanted me to quit. I know this is insane. And he shows up and he's like, I don't know why I ever made you quit. This place is great. You're like, I'm so glad you made me quit you. I know. It was like so crazy. And he's like, I was just feeling insecure. Who knew? So So basically it comes down to don't knock it till you try it. Yes. I think that when people are resistant to it, it comes from insecurity, and then you just well, have to preference, though. I can see how some people yeah. just wouldn't like to explore this realm. Totally, and you can totally just go with your partner and have a date night. Like loads of people go there for date nights, and they just don't like Thursdays especially. It's such a good night for date night. You just go in, go in the pool with your partner, and then you guys give each other massages. Like, well, I some think people like the privacy as yeah. well. You know, I don't. I can see how this is not for everyone. Yeah, totally. it's, it's definitely a. It, that's why I say, like, how would you recommend somebody in a relationship approach that with their partner like for the first it time. may just never happen approach it and the partner just shoots it down it's like no matter what you say what you like how you position it i'm never gonna want to do this but at least like is there a way you'd recommend ha- starting that conversation mm. listening to this podcast because i think you really have enlightened us yeah, yeah and definitely. really destigmatized a lot of the things that people could potentially see as issues right yeah just, just tonight the like fact that you walk in and everybody is not having orgies on the floor and the that. second you walk in like with your girlfriend she's not gonna be suckered away to dtf yeah, like, yeah. you're right yeah. this is a podcast for sure <laughs> we have an online virtual tour that sometimes helps people something that i did for my boyfriend was i showed him all the events that we have and then that made him like, okay, they have cool events. Maybe this isn't like some crazy sex thing. Um, finding an event that would appeal to your partner, I think, would be the best thing. Like yeah, if your partner is into a certain hobby, because yeah. we have like different events all the time. And if you see an event, like art night, for example, like if your partner is into art and drawing and then you're like, hey, we have an art night. There's an art night happening. Maybe you should check it out. We don't have to do anything. No pressure. Like, let's just see how we feel about it. And as soon as you're uncomfortable, we'll leave gives them like a safety net and then yeah i think obviously establishing trust and communication with your partner would be number one respecting the boundaries yeah and you can just say like i'm not if you're not going there like if you're just curious and want to check it out you can give them a reassurance and be like 
I love or like love you. I love where we're at. I don't want to like have sex with other people if that's how you're feeling. I just want to check out this like place and see what it is. Yeah. Then maybe that would take out some fear and insecurity because it's all about like I don't want someone to meet someone better than me. Yeah. At all at the end of the day, and if you just like make sure your partner feels like you love them and you're like not going to leave them as soon as you walk into a sex club, that should help. Yeah, knowing that you're not going there in hopes of finding someone hotter, <laughs> to replace them. sexier. Literally. And guys, if you are hoping to do that, leave your partner at home. Oh my God. Leave your partner, yeah. period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Lauren's the logical one, of course. Oh my God. <laughs> like, just leave him at home for the night. <laughs> yeah, I think no. that's a really good point that it's important to make sure that there isn't like hidden motives if you're if you're someone who is like i want my partner to do this with me and i want to go make sure you really understand yourself like are you going because you have interest in maybe being with someone else or are you going because you feel like this would be another thing that you can incorporate into your sex life and it is going to stay exclusive between you and your partner or is there something else going on with that you're like i'm think i might be interested in trying to with some other people an open relationship yeah. or something well that's the thing and that's cool too so long as your partner is aware yeah <laughs> it, like you said it comes yeah. down to consent acceptance yeah. like understanding trust, and trust respect yeah. and being open but that's with everything right in uh-huh. relationships espe- and that's the thing that's with everything in relationships for sure but especially with sex because um that's so, it's so personal and you just yeah. really have to align mm-hmm. amazing so I think we've covered yeah we've like, covered so much. Everything. I know you like, obviously should be a spokesperson because you you've like, sold me. Oh fuck and, yeah! Uh, well, you kind of are. You work there. I guess so. And I, mean, yeah. I think Jess needs to send in an application. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm absolutely. coming too. If you can hook that up, get Jess a job. Yeah, give a good word for me. Totally, you'd be the happiest person <laughs> yeah. ever. I think I would be the happiest person ever there. Every I day. think you would thrive. And I, really I think do. I, I also do event coordination on the oh, side. Really? So I'd be really good at uh <laughs> well and i do marketing just so. having an interview now. yeah no oh i my yeah gosh, apply for <laughs> this sure. is this is what it's meant to be Maybe i can combine all calling. my loves event coordination marketing and <laughs> sex <laughs> client interaction you're social yeah you love talking i love to people. people you're you're yeah. curious about people yeah, yeah, I'd be that girl I'll that's like bodies. in the DTS, like <laughs> you got this girl, give a get that dick, get that dick. Like, oh yeah, I'd be cheering it on. <laughs> okay, well, you guys have a separate I'm conversation. That, no. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> Most people are listening to this on their way to work. Like, good morning. Yeah, <laughs> get that dick. It's not a Monday when these yeah. come out. It's a Tuesday. You're ready. A Tuesday. You're yeah. ready for sex talk. We did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, so to close out, we definitely need to hear the dirt. Oh my gosh! Give us a story. Give us that a couple. Is outrageous stories that that is in line with people's con- misconceptions about yeah, and something that even you were like what the fuck okay so it was thanksgiving oh you already know <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they asked if i wanted to plan the event for thanksgiving and i said sure and i was like what am i gonna do and i thought okay what's thanksgiving ish and sexy like what am i gonna fuck a turkey and then i'm like like are you i'm like what do you like, do for thanksgiving you? <laughs> and then there's stuffing and i'm like stuffing oh my god fisting obviously <laughs> naturally where I'm my like, head goes as well i'm like what is so crazy to watch on thanksgiving when you're supposed to be with your family and i'm like definitely fisting, fisting. Of course. but what's crazier than fisting double fisting so Again, i found obviously. a couple that was i'm not um, gonna lie to you i have watched my mother fist a turkey many times so <laughs> and <laughs> when my mom here is actually like what the fuck <laughs> i'm not fisting a yeah. <laughs> 
talk. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, so you're not so far off so, of that. <laughs> Please go on. Um, yeah. I found a couple and they're great. Heterosexual and, or? Yeah, they're heterosexual okay. and they're great and interactive. And um, the male partner was like, I can teach this. Like, I actually like, again, like, I know how to give a presentation. I know how to teach this. Unfisting. He can can fist people. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So he's a fisting expert. And he knows how to teach it safely, which is the most important part. Does one go to to school for that? And his partner, I mean, I don't know. I think after so many times of fisting, you just kind of get He's huge hands. Like, literally, one of his was double mine, which is... Where the double fisting comes in. So terrifying thought. <laughs> I, like, I am actually terrified. So we have a participant. It's his partner. She's like, I don't know, happy baby. Okay, wait. We just have to pause that Ace <laughs> is in. Getting a full visual. Ace is in happy baby position. For those of you that don't know, it's holding on to your feet. Yeah, leg spread. Definitely, happy baby is a. Uh, People don't know that. I didn't know good that access was. to that. Okay. So okay. you're spread. So, you're spread. Someone's an happy baby. Someone? And so this, this person, this consenting person, is a happy baby. <laughs> female. Yeah, this consenting female is a happy baby. And the guy's like, "All right." He has gloves on. He's like, "I'm going." What kind in. of gloves? Latex, rubber. It was latex gloves. Like a full, the full ones that come up to here. No, only like those like. Doctors, yeah, Ooh, it was like medical snappers. So he's like fisting her, and then he's but like, "Wait, wait, wait! Sorry, was she, has she? What been motion is that? Fisted before? <laughs> Many times. Okay, like okay. this wasn't a new. This is like experience. experience. Okay, but we don't just move. We don't start with some fingers. So and go right obviously, into I'm skipping all the warm up because it took thirty minutes. Do not. Beca- okay, thank <laughs> so you. That's all I needed to know. So it was a thirty minute foreplay, and before that, Stretch they were playing. Out. They were playing before that too. So. She was more than ready. Okay. And there was third so the the presentation was an hour and it was like thirty five to forty minutes of just warming her up. Well, I'm sorry, and but like, that's very important. You can just go so, from normal to fisted. I forget what he said, but there's a lot of ways people don't fist properly. So I can make imagine sure you're doing it properly, but so he's doing it. And then he looks at me and he's like, Hey Ace, why don't you give it a try? And I'm like, Okay. Well, I'm already here, so I put on well, one, here. one glove, and I'm like... Not naturally, I should also be fisting. I'm in an audience in front of 50-plus people. It's like a full house because double fisting is popular. And I'm looking at them, and I'm like... <laughs> just, like, smiling. Like, the visuals right now. Like, like, top lip, like a weirdo. <laughs> and so I'm fisting this girl, and I'm like, this is cool. And then he's like, how about you put in both? And I'm like, okay. And I look at her and I'm like, are you okay with this? She's like, I don't even feel it. I'm like, okay. So I take terrible. both my fists I'm so and I'm out. inside someone. Wow. And by I'm double like, fisting, do you mean this? Okay, okay, wait, this? Can we back up for one second? Are we double fisting the booty hole or the vagina? Vagina. Okay. And so I'm double fisting and he's like, let's make her orgasm. And I'm like, Okay. Uh, if she has any feeling left. So he puts a magic alive. wand on her clit and I'm like inside her and I'm like, do, 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 like playing a video game basically with my fingers is what I was is doing. Is that so what he told doing you to do? Yeah. Motion. I was doing whatever he told me to do because I had no idea what I was doing. Double fisting this person. I like went from like maybe fingering a girl once in high school to literally both my hands. Okay. So I'm double fisting her and it's awesome. And she orgasms and the whole crowd's like screaming and I'm like, ah. This is so crazy. Do I take my hands out now? Yeah. So she told me one, but that was just like insanity to me. It Did you so have to like fun. ease out slowly? Yeah. For fear of ripping her. Yeah. 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 
all the fear was there. I think I most people do not have stories like that. <laughs> most of the crazy stuff I can't done say I've heard that before. Spontaneous and in front of a crowd. Like such a great combination. Honestly, thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I dominated someone ever was in public in front of an audience too. And I was dominated like, male or female? Uh, male. So I got a text after school and he and this guy was like, Oh, um, can you dress up as Harley Quinn and just like show up at Oasis and just like watch me fuck Catwoman? And I'm like, no problem, that's easy. Then he's like, Catwoman canceled. Can you dominate me in front of an audience? And this was like an hour before I was supposed to go, and I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Were you and nervous? This was before I like got into domin like being a dominatrix and stuff, and like before I knew anything about it, and I was like, Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. So I looked it up, I went to the library at school and I'm like Googling how to be a dominatrix. I'm like freaking out and I get there, I'm just as Harley Quinn. And I did it and it was really good and he loved it. The audience loved it. And yeah, so you're capable of whatever you anyone can do whatever. <laughs> it's all about confidence. And it was like it was good. It was all consensual and it was like playful and fun. And that's when I like figured out what my like dominate trick style is. It's definitely like playful, fun. Girl right, and we learned that we there did are learn different that. dominatrix styles. Thank yeah. you, Lady Pam. Yeah, who shout you out were to Lady actually Pam. also on her podcast. Yeah, I was recently. So. I was. Yeah, but I love the sex world of Toronto. Yeah, and yeah. actually, so at Oasis, like you're not considered a sex worker. Um, no, not really, because I don't have sex with anyone. But we are sex facilitators. So the the, the workers there. We're just like facilitating people having a good time and they're having sex with their partners, but no one's paying for sex there. So that's legal to that's like, isn't that kind of sex in public? Like I'm a little confused about how that's like legal. So Oasis has a license to do what it does. So it's totally legal. Like the cops. Know. I guess because there's no exchange of money for sex. I think sex work is legal. And, and it's like it a gray is, area. If you, it, I think you can't buy it. You can't solicit. No, no you can't solicit. You can't. You solicit. can, but you can't buy it. So yes. when there's so the prostitution, person, only the person buying is doing the illegal. Yeah. Well, that's the, where the red tape comes in. Because how else would you? Well, the prostitute's not doing anything illegal. Right. But without someone being a buyer, you can't. I know. It's well, that, yeah. Sorry. That's where yeah. the gray. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but because. The participants in the club are not there's no exchange of money for any sexual activity whatever they're buying is just drinks right yeah so and they're not technically in public because they're in a facility it's like having sex at someone's house except it's public i know they have a license for it it's, yeah it's no there's legal. gotta be the gray areas but yeah, yeah i could see how if it's not I'm told yeah. illegal i mean yeah. i don't expect you and to also yeah anything, but yeah i just was curious about that like it was I think it's interesting that that exists. And how many other sex clubs are there in Toronto? A few. I think there's like seven altogether. And do they all abide by like the same kind of policies? I believe so. I've never been to any other ones, but I believe we're all the same. We're all trying to spread the same message. We're all like trying consent to just, positive. Yeah, yeah. Just sex, sex positivity. Positive. That's so. fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having like me. It's really, such a good time. As yeah. usual, we don't ever want the conversation to end. But <laughs> quickly, you know, talk about some of your uh, coaching and lo like love coaching and yes! date coaching. So and tell, where people can find you. Yeah, tell our audience where uh, they can find you if they want more information or just 
just yes. find you. <laughs> so yeah, me and my best friend just started a, started a coaching business together. It's called at official pink magic on Instagram, or you can find us name. at pinkmagiccoaching.com. Um, yeah, check us out. That's fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and do you want to plug your Instagram account? Oh, it's Ace Allure. Awesome. And yeah. we'll have that on our page as well. And along with the picture of the horse thing. Sure. The unicorn yeah. dildo. You yeah. Said or, so. Sorry, unicorn strap on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ace. This is amazing. We hope to have you back. Oh, you're welcome. My Check Bye, out babe. Oasis, people. We we know we will. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.